gentlemen. Hello. This is me, Sarah Rice, over here. This is Susan for episode 633. Welcome to Brain Podcast. Welcome. Um... I already told you about my embarrassing moment where I said, called myself Sarah Patterson on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still not over it. Yeah. That I'm was wild. Confused. And I'm so – I went – so I went to the DMV just the other day because I had to get Colorado license plates. Originally, I was going to sell my car, but that is just taking freaking forever because – Yeah. I, that's a whole thing. I'm okay. Dragging my feet about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not paying for my car right now. So like the idea of getting car payments right Mm-mm. now sounds crazy no, until yeah. I need the – four-wheel drive again. Um, but I went to the DMV to get Colorado license plates. By the way, Colorado DMV, in and out in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's the best. It is I the love, best. I love a DMV outside of California. Absolutely. Um, There's nothing worse in all of the state of California. Like, like what, what's, what's happened? It's horrific. I, I told them at the appointment, I said, I walked in. I didn't, I didn't even have time to pick up my phone and like you know, play like Best Fiends or anything. I just was called right to the window. And I said, let me just tell you, yeah, I love coming to the DMV here. You guys are a well-oiled machine. This yeah. is this is what I'm talking about. She had me in and out. I, I was missing a few things that I needed to get, like an emissions test because, uh, like, you need that here. Um, but I, I, it might be, I think it's the last thing that I had to show – all my name change and all that for because like his name was on the title and I had to show the divorce oh document God. that said that the car was mine, all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. So I think I may have done the last thing. Well, with the exception of my license, my therapy license, I believe that might still be Sarah Patterson. Too. Are you serious? You have to like... It's so, it's so many things you don't, don't even think about. And then... They don't have yeah. to do. Right. And oh, and the passport. Because I got divorced. I, I announced that I wanted a divorce the same week that my passport showed up with my new last, my married name. And then I, because I dragged my feet to do that too. And now I'm like, oh, now, now I need a new one. That and was so, a tragedy. In Europe, I'm Sarah. In other countries, I'm Sarah Patterson still, but the United oh, States. Oh, that's almost, awful. All the way Sarah Rice. But, anyways, that's neither here nor there. I was just complaining about, you know. Uh, how do we even get talking about DMV stuff? I don't even know. Don't Last know. name? You were just yeah, just talking about the Patterson thing. Yeah, yeah, talking about old updates. Uh, I do, before we dive into the things that I have to talk about, have uh, a lot of crow to eat, I guess. Is that how they say it? Like a lot of like like things that I th- – the things I got wrong episode will be very lengthy. What? What did you do days. wrong? Uh, one – I had no idea. Somebody tagged me in in this post about how Australia is cu- is like uh, uh, cutting down or, or or like cracking down on people who are doing what I do, which is break the stem off of the broccoli at heads at the grocery store. Yeah, I put up a post like a poll, thinking on Instagram, thinking that like everybody was going to be with me. Yeah, turns out nobody was with me. I and- think there's a reason though that can be remedied. I, th- I really do because the reason why I thought this was crazy was because when I worked in a produce store, we sold broccoli by the bunch. And so breaking off the stems wouldn't make a damn bit of difference. You, you're charged oh, for the Oh, because it's the bunch. same price. Right, right, right. And I think that there are certain places where they mm-hmm. do charge by the weight. And then I support right. that because... Okay. Yeah. So you would have... 
been on my side. Yeah, but because a lot of people weren't, and they also told me that I'm missing out on like a thousand things to do with the broccoli stem. I mean, okay, but like what soup? I mean, who's or, making broccoli soup that much? I don't. But they said they, chop it up and grill it up, and like you. They can do act it like it's delicious. It's garbage. You guys know it. It's 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 it tastes. It feels like cauliflower stem to me. <laughs> They're gonna be so mad at both of us now. Right. I mean, it is edible. I couldn't believe what – you know, like, when you post a poll and you're like, well, this I got is this. This is in the back. This. this is like no – like maybe 60-40. <laughs> no. We're talking 78. But maybe it's because of what I'm whatever. saying. We're in their place of work or wherever they shop. No. It, oh. They said you're crazy. We use it or whatevs. Wow, I got a love- lot of feedback. Do you think a that lot. they eat it out of obligation or because they think it's delicious? Obligation. Yeah. Come on. They just don't want to waste Nobody's it. eating that and is like, mm, mm, yeah. broccoli. <laughs> broccoli stems. Mm, if mm, they mm, were, mm. then they would sell the crowns and they would sell the yeah, stems Right. Separate. My friend said that she dices them up. She likes to blanch them for salads or saute them for pasta. She likes to because she doesn't want to waste, but does she like to because they're delicious? No. But does anybody like listen? Uh, there's not a lot I'm eating, like that is like where I'm like, oh, this is healthy and like and I'm not right. Yeah, all right. I'm not eating a salad because I'm like, I mean, yes, it is delicious sometimes when I put. It's delicious like, it because good. we put dressing on it, right? But like just plain leaves, like we good. like. Let's all admit it. It's not yummy. It's not good. This is, I will say this. I dated this guy whose mom once said, all food tastes bad <laughs> and you have to season it. She's like, nobody knows how to season their food. And she's like, yeah, m- most food, she said, most food sold in America. Like, like foods, vegetable, fruit, it all tastes bad. Okay. I wouldn't say fruits taste, but some of them are not that great though. But she's like, all the other stuff tastes bad. You got to like add stuff to it. All food tastes bad. Yeah, I think she's And I was right. like, maybe she's onto something. Mm-hmm. It's just all the stuff we add on it. <laughs> you know, a lot of things are just delivery systems for whatever the dip is. Like basically if something requires a dressing, it is because it is not delicious on its own. Period. This is correct. This is correct. I saw a really funny uh, sketch that these two female comedians did that was of um, Brussels sprouts talking to cauliflower <laughs> brussels sprouts is like yeah i mean i must have, like been really popular for that and cauliflower was like yeah like you were really cool and you were like really popular why yeah i'm like it it was hilarious because anybody who's gone to like fancy restaurants has seen this shift yes from brussels sprouts to cauliflower oh. why is everybody got fucking hard on for cauliflower yeah we get it buffalo cauliflower kind of looks like buffalo chicken Kind of doesn't taste the same, though. Somebody, Can we just friend, all agree that? My friend Abby tweeted, I just think we're asking too much of cauliflower. <laughs> so much. We're making we it to be, be a pizza. Crust? Come on. Cauliflower is it pizza. Come on. It's too much Don't to piss ask. on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> right. It's an alternative, but it is not as good. Anyone that's like, oh, it tastes the same. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's the same people who are trying to sell me on that, like, like any of your healthy ice creams ain't <laughs> no real? such thing really you know when they're like those ones that are like 
these are only like these are like negative calories if you eat it in the you know and there's like nothing in it and i'm like yeah, yeah. and it and, and it, it, it like- doesn't scratch the itch and guess what i want to do eat more mm-hmm. so we should just have the thing that we really want because that's what we really want and or just admit Shit that it's hard it's- enough have a fucking cookie <laughs> Yeah, and all I'm asking is that they just admit it. Like, no, it's nowhere near as good, but it's like, you know. And then I can get on board because then we're not lying to each other. Yeah, we're not. We're like, no. We're admitting I'm fully addicted to sugar. (laughs) Like sometimes I go through waves where I'm like, I haven't had it in a while right now. You're in the mode. What are you eating over there? Like what's the sugar? Oh, I've been been baking. Oh, my God. You're producing it yourself i know i made key lime pies a little bit ago and then i made it uh when my brothers came over they ate about a quarter of it i ate the other 75 percent. you know why i know why because sarah got brand new cook bakeware from caraway <gasps> i <laughs> first of all can't tell you how much i needed this yeah I, i'm sure and I had an ex who stole my Dutch oven. <laughs> so I needed a new one. Well, and if you have an ex who stole yours, yeah, I cannot recommend Caraway enough. And I, I was unsure because I'm very picky about my bakeware. Yeah, me too. I'm like only. I don't want any trouble. No trouble. I don't trouble. want any sticking or weirdness. And I don't want any chemicals and weird shit. This is why it's insane. I know. It's great. The bakeware from Caraway, it behaves Mm -hmm. like that toxic stuff that gives you cancer that makes it nonstick, but it has none of those chemicals. None of those things. I don't understand how they do it, but I made um, blueberry muffins, and you know how like sometimes you drip. You got the muffin tin. I got the muffin tin. I got other ones too, but that's the one I've tried so far. And I thought those drips are going to burn and then I'm going to have trouble getting them off. It wiped off. There was, you can't even tell it was dripped on. I made slow cooker chili in my crock pot. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Love it. See, this is great. Non-toxic baking essentials. Every modern kitchen Beautiful too. Really beautiful. You can pick Come the on. color. I went with gray. That was the hardest part. I was like, what color? I got white. What'd you get? I I got gray in the end, but I debated. I started with white. Yeah, I like the white. It's all really great. It's all beautiful. They have beautiful. a fry pan, a saute pan. so nice, too. Dutch oven. It's really sets. great. Sets on sale. Sets on sale. <laughs> sets on sale. Yeah. But for me, the non-toxic thing was the real kicker because I do so. not know how they make it non-stick like that. It's great. Visit carawayhome.com slash brain candy. Take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash brain candy or use code brain candy at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Yeah, it's not just bakeware. I mean, they have cookware too. I was, I'm just, I've been trying the bakeware, so it's good. And I've been trying cookware. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yes. So do that. Uh, would you like to that. learn something? Yeah, what do you got? Do you um, got? This was a really cool fact that uh, I learned on Instagram and then had to look it up. My friend Robin Shaw, you know, the comedian. Yeah. She got real popular during COVID and now is like 
just she's an amazing human and just all around wonderful person. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about some fun facts. And she told me all about, or told everybody on Instagram to say it like me, like she was like personally talking hey, to me. Sarah, was like, I'm her best friend. Um, about the scoring in tennis. Oh, I don't know how that it works. It goes 15, 30, 40, love. Or love is zero. You know, None 15, of that makes 30, 40, sense. Game. Okay. It does when you understand how the scoring started. Okay. So back in the days, in the, I guess it was like the Middle Ages, uh, uh, I mean, that's what it said in the article I read. Uh, the score for tennis was kept on the face of a clock. So they would use two clocks. And they needed the numbers. Mm -hmm. They needed, wanted it to be ev easily divided, easily. So they did it in 15-minute segments. So it would go 15 and then 30. And then when it gets to 40 that or 45 – that's kind of where it gets a little confusing. So if it follows the clock, it's supposed to be 45, but they, you need to win by two points. So they said it would be too difficult to split 15 and half and do like 7.5 and 7.5. So they just made it 40 so they can go 50, 60 for the extra two points. So what you're saying is means nothing to me because I don't know why. <laughs> like, oh, What do you mean? Let's say I serve it and then they miss it you know then i get mm -hmm. the point or whatever do mm -hmm. i get one point no you get 15 15 then for just one thing yeah like that's how it goes the like the scoring is 15 30 40 and then you have to like win by two points and then that's game so then it's 10 points 10 points sort yeah but not really 10 points it's one point, but that's how they do the adding. That and is so, they, so stupid. They based it on a clock because they didn't have like something to. Yeah, it was like in medieval France that this oh, okay. all originated. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You're like, it's a long time ago. Yeah, they didn't have like a scoreboard that they could. So they used something that was already around, and so they used the they they so like you only need four points to win a game. That seems real fast. Why so, does it take yeah. so long? No, because they play multiple games. So, like, they do, they have, they're like, you know, like how they say game, set, match? Like, game, so, like, you win the game, then the set, then the match. I didn't like know. That. that. I get I it now. I actually only think that that's so, or so true. But, yes, that is that. I believe that is it. But you have to win, like, multiple <laughs> games, and then you win. It's, like, best of three. What? Okay. So, but each one, kind of like volleyball, you have to like win 20, you have to get 21 points. You're like trying to get like a number, you know, so you have to win four points. And so instead of dividing, like the way that they divided that and you have to like win by two. So they divided it into 15 minute quarters because, but like 15 minute so then segments how come to just kind of mark the score. I'm pretty Here sure Here I was though. thinking this would be like just a quick like, oh, breezy, da, da, da. And so he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to know. Blah, blah, blah. But when I watch, when I've just passed through and seen it on screen, yeah. I'm never, ever going to watch it. But like when I've just seen scores, like when I'm at a bar and I look up and it says like two zero, two love or whatever. That's See, the game. That's the number of games they've won. What? So it's like two games to zero games or two, two, one, or two to one. And then the other one will be 15, 30, 40. You've got to be kidding me. Game. I can't believe they convinced anyone to do this. 
Right. Isn't it weird? Yes. And then yeah. your love means zero? Why? It was, yeah, love is zero. That is an interest. Oh, well, I do know this. The This is interesting. This is fun. So the French word zero looks like an egg, and the French word for egg is leuf, which in English became love. <sighs> Guys, we should stop <gasps> with all this. There is an easier way. It's called counting. Yeah. Well, if the game is tied at 40, you need two points to win, hence the word deuce. So, like, what do you mean like, the word deuce? When do you say that's that? That's what they use as like a tennis term, like deuce in tennis. Like, I you cannot have to win believe by two. people were like, okay, this sounds good. Great idea, everybody. I think it had more to do with, with not having something to keep the score on mm-hmm. and needing a, something where two people could have. Like, could, they could move the hands of a clock. So they just used a clock, like a regular clock. One clock on one side, one clock on the other side. And then to keep the score, they moved the, the hand of the clock mm-hmm. to be like, this is where his score is, this is where his score is. This is where. I say his because it's probably who was playing. Let's be real. I'm sure back then it was. It. And then they were like, oh, two, uh, you know, they moved it 10 and 10 for the last two points for, so that and if then you they're were like- tied and you had to win by two. You need four points to win, but four points is divided by this. This ended up being far more confusing than it was helpful. And then they're like, "Yeah, sure, we came up with this in the Middle Ages, but let's not amend anything. Let's just no. stick with this terrible system." It. So, how do you think it should be? One, two, three, four, five, six. You win. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. It's like don't... basic <laughs> counting. Uh, uh, the other one I don't understand. Is golf. I know people are going to be like, Sarah, it's very obvious. But there's a lot of math in golf. Is there a lot of math? I feel like you got to know the part. You got to add that with that. And then you got to subtract that. The number, I still don't know if you want a high number or a low number. It's like (laughs) defies all logic with that. What do you want to win? Low number or high? Low, right? Maybe under par? Low. That's stupid. (laughs) That is stupid. It seems like you should. That, what in what? Oh wait. Thing or they're like try to score no points. That's well, how you so win. Well, so you want a low number in terms of how many hits it takes, right? I but get then, this. But then maybe you want a high number in terms of that's how many below. Well, it's a low number. It's a negative number. It's right. Which, yeah. Yes. See, see again, so again, negative numbers. I don't even. This know. is why it's we like, cannot let men be in charge of everything. Why did we do this? They're so stupid. I don't know if we, well, if we did it as much as they did it. <laughs> they, we, right. we kind of, we put up a little bit of a fight here and there. <laughs> uh, not good enough, though. Right. And they wouldn't let women play. I know that's a myth or a uh, false narrative. Yeah, about that whole that. golf yeah. uh, uh, acronym. But, but it meant it really. I mean, even though it's Come false, on. It's true. Yeah. What was it? Gentlemen only, only ladies, ladies ladies forbidden. Forbidden. Yeah. That's not true though, right? That's what they say. It probably is true. They're like, what? That's not true. true. Just kidding. And then they pretend it's not true. Yeah. Like, like, what? What? Um, so that's interesting. I'll tell you what else is Uh, interesting. At least was for me. I was like, what? This is totally going on the podcast. She did a way better job of explaining it. So maybe like, uh, I'll like have Robin come back and be like, Sarah, this is how you do it. I'll tell you what else is interesting. It is how great Thrive Makeup is. Oh, I am, I, I did, I hit that moment <laughs> that happens about once every six months. Yeah. 
where you run out of everything. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes, the collective emptiness. I'm like, good Lord, I got to get all this stuff. I was, I went, I bought and returned three different things at my local beauty supply place. Big mistake. Big mistake. Huge. Yeah. Made my skin break out. No bueno. No. I'll never use it. Well, the one thing I didn't need to buy was mascara because I will never use another mascara. Never. This is – I tried one day to use another one. Also, big, big mistake. <laughs> Just stick with the good stuff. Yeah. I learned – I was like, the, here we go. Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It lives up to its name. I love washing it off because it comes off so thoroughly, which usually that's a big production for me. Um, no clumping or smudge. It's to me the best mascara you could buy. It is the best. I have tried so many expensive ones, but they have wonderful products. Lots of different things. Brilliant eye brightener is really nice. Um, yes. and oh, I'm wearing their, um, liquid lip balm. Uh, it's like a balm lip treatment. It's yeah. great. It's a leave on lip serum. Anyway, Ooh, they have a deal. Nice. Yep. You can get. off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash brain candy. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash brain candy for 15% off your first order. It's a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. We don't lie about this stuff. It's serious business. so good. Try it. You'll love it. Some new foundation, some new blush, a little new... uh, yeah, yeah. You are running low. Re-up. And I got like, you know, older skin now. You gotta, it's, like, so get disgusting. Like, it's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. The older what? I get, the heavier my makeup bag gets. That's what I always say. Oh my gosh, it's that's so- true. I had to I had to I made the jump from sheer to light coverage. <laughs> light to medium. I'm that like, is like I long for the days of light coverage. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like I'm light to medium now, Suze. Oh my god. You know what? No. It's the slow march to death. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens <gasps> and thank God there's some tools in our toolbox here. Yeah. Um speaking of a march to death. <laughs> yes. Did you know that you can technically bury somebody in your backyard? You but mean only legally? in a few states. Yes. No, I didn't. So I read a whole article. <laughs> On what happens or, like, what the rules are and the regulations are about burying somebody in your backyard. Apparently, this is (laughs) – it's something that comes up more – I want to say more often than you think, but only in like weird places. And um, <laughs> uh, what do you mean by yes. weird? So, like, I don't know, states that are weird, I feel like. Totally. Like, Tennessee is like, do whatever here. And California is like, mm, no. So, <laughs> this, there, there has been this growing popularity or like this rising popularity of these natural burials like these green burials yeah so it's kind of sparked people to then ask can i bury my loved one on my own property yeah like, could i do this at home and what happens is technically you can but there are laws about touching dead bodies it's more of the laws oh, around really handling dis- the corpse yes 
So like huh. certain so certain so California law says that anybody who um let me see what it looks deposits or disposes of any human remains in any place except a cemetery is guilty of a misdemeanor. However, what you can do is you can get your house rezoned to then be considered a cemetery, but it is so difficult to do. In fact, you know who tried to do this? You were th- reminding me of this last episode. They tried to do this with Michael Jackson's body at Neverland Ranch. They wanted to bury him at Neverland Ranch, but looked into what it would take. You would have to get Neverland Ranch, like, sanctioned or whatever they call it, like, like turned into – what the word? Heck is the you word said rezoned. For? Rezoned. Thank yeah. you. Rezoned to be a cemetery. And it was so difficult – time-consuming and costly that Michael Jackson's estate was like, nah, we're just going to do it at the one everybody else goes to. The Oh, yeah. What's the big one in LA? Yeah, it's like forever. Not, yeah. Something forever. Yeah, that one. Hollywood That's forever. like Sorry. fucking everybody's buried there. Yeah. Yeah. So they just put them there because they're like, this is too, too much work. Fair and enough. And then there's a bunch of laws. Like, so every state is different. So New Hampshire, you can totally have your turn your backyard into a cemetery. It just has to be 100 feet away from uh, any buildings or I think it's 50 feet away from a known water source. Yeah. And, that I get. Uh, yeah. But, like, when it's, you say there, it's more restrictive in regards to the handling of the corpse, I uh-huh. suspect – because when they – I was talking about the tattoo preservation thing – it was saying like there's some debate about whether it's even legal because mm-hmm. you could argue that it's disrespecting a corpse, which is like the language they use about what you can and can't do. So they – is that what you're saying that they're yes. restrictive about – you can't just like pick it up and just like whip it into the hole? Yes, because even – there are even laws in certain states. I can't remember what state it is, but in order – like, there has to be a funeral director present. Oh, that's silly. Right. Sometimes it feels like it kind of felt the same as when I went to the DMV and they're like, you need a VIN verification and a, a missions test. Oh, by the way, here, go to this location. It'll cost you $50. And it was like in and out in two minutes. And they're like, yep, you passed. Yep, give us your money. And I was like, this it's feels like it. everybody's just has to go through and you're like, just charge me a fifty dollar fee. And Just call it charge a day. me a fifty dollar fee, right? This is the same. Like, don't. The, in a way, they're giving people jobs. Like, they're all the technicians there who are working. And I was thinking of that. I'm like, oh. wow, this is like really help, like offering jobs to people. This is like important. I, I I had this whole thought process as I was doing this. So, um, yeah, there's like a whole bunch of stuff that you have, like paper, basically like paperwork that you have to fill out if you're handling a dead body and if you want something to then be you know, every state is different, be turned into a, a cemetery. Some laws that don't, or some states that don't have laws about, um, that specifically say, like, you can't bury a body in your backyard, like California, are that say, they go based on this Roman law that says anywhere you bury a body becomes a cemetery. Mm. So there are other states where all you have to do is put, a body in the ground in your backyard and technically you're and by law your backyard then becomes a grave site yeah all right that to me makes more sense mm-hmm. I, I just mean, thought that was interesting the whole funeral industry is a complete scam oh to- 
because the because it's different everywhere and California they're like oh you have to bury your body here meanwhile in Tennessee you can go visit Elvis's grave because you can bury body wherever and he's buried at Graceland and that's nice that is nice you should be able to just throw him in the ground wherever I feel like yeah like as long as there are regulations about maybe you know because I think there is a symbolic importance to um the treatment of our dead. Oh, absolutely. Like part of me is sort of like, who cares? This is silly. But I do think it it does help societally to have standards <laughs> about how yeah. we treat dead people. Yeah. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Yes, we do have a federal law that says once you're in the ground, you have to stay there. That's a good law. Yeah, that's that's a safe. Just as an aside, and I yeah. don't want to get political because I know what can happen. Yeah. Uh, but I do <laughs> find it interesting that if yes. I were to die, yes. that you cannot take my organs without my consent uh-huh. because my dead body has more <gasps> rights than if I were alive and became pregnant in certain states oh. right now. Oh my God. Hey, how about that woman who got pulled over in the uh, carpool lane? Yeah. I love her. I think that's right. I think she's right too. Same with she's child like, support. Fuck you. This is a bit. I got, I got, I'm 39 weeks pregnant. She was 39 weeks pregnant. She's like, this is a person. Yeah. And child- Courtney, I'm, I'm, I'm getting in the carpool lane. This is double occupancy. Why don't they vehicle. have to pay child support before birth also? Oh yeah, we got yeah. some questions. We have some things we need to work out. We need to work out the kinks, everybody. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I'll say about while, rights while and things because I don't want to offend. <sighs> I just want to acknowledge things that everybody. are true. You know I that offend all of them. My dead body has more rights than I do. Yes, it does. Yeah. So, like, once you put them in the ground, you have to keep them there. Or the other things I wanted to highlight. Yep, you can visit Elvis's gravesite. Um. In states, uh, including New York, Michigan, and Louisiana, they allow you to bury a body on your property, like I said, as long as there's a funeral director present. It may seem like an imposition, but it's a blessing in disguise because they handle all the paperwork, apparently. I think I like that. It's not about being an imposition. It's about being right. stupid. And yeah, it's just... And then what happens when you like... People are, people are moving too quickly, you know? You move five years later, and then somebody's like, "I'd love to put a pool." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next thing <laughs> you know, you're you're worry. have a fucking poltergeist situation. Well, that's why maybe instead of all these rules, we could just you apply for a permit, you say what your plan is, yeah. and then they could approve it, 
And then that way the state would know there is a body there in case somebody mm-hmm. does buy it and wants to put in a pool. Yeah. But you're right. I wouldn't want to buy a property where there's some dead body on it. So, yeah. So, basically, uh, you know, you might as well go to the mortician. Yeah, I guess what made me change my mind is knowing that properties, as much as we may think we're going to live there forever, that right. we will die eventually. And then someone's going right. to live there. And then right. they're going to find bones and stuff. Yeah. Weird that I'm, like, okay with skinning somebody and putting it in a frame and hanging it on the wall. But I'm, like, I don't want to find your year, years-old corpse in my backyard. Yeah. That's a bridge too even, far. Right. Yeah. Or maybe I do. My mom worked on the movie or worked with the little la- the little lady. The little person. She was a little lady, but the little <laughs> person on... Uh, that movie, Poltergeist. I didn't know there was a little person. Yeah, there's okay. a woman who plays a psychic, and okay. she's a little person. And my mom worked with her, and she said the woman said there was a bunch of creepy stuff that happened on the filming of that movie. Oh, it gives me goosebumps. Yes, that, I've like, seen that on E! I think yeah, that was a special. It was very creepy. And she told my mom a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, hello, the woman who played the psychic and my mom. And my mom's the wardrobe stylist. Like, this was before she became a psychic. And When do you think that she knew that she was had a gift? Oh, forever. Oh, okay. But she just didn't. Yeah. And she was always doing it for free for people. And then she was doing it, like, giving readings for people so much on set that somebody was like, you should do this professionally. And so she char- started charging. And then when she retired in the industry, like they started striking and like industry went like all funky. And, you know. I really think that could be your backup gig. Psychic? Yeah. Well, because, well, I mean, you know, whenever like we I joke about. Anyway. We joke about how you, you, you do fan fiction. Yes. But really what that is is the. Readings. Yeah. Just plugging in and getting a download from, like, that, my whole thing about, I guarantee you that, guarantee based on no information, uh, (laughs) uh, uh, no scientific evidence, that um, when I was giving you that whole download about the guy, that was, like, somebody who went to, what the hell is that place called? Medieval Times. Medieval Times, like, last night. And yes. I was just like, like tuning in yes. to, I'm seeing... you know, I had like a whole name. I was like, fuck you, Cheryl. <laughs> you and your new husband. Yeah. Miguel's great. Fuck you. <laughs> Truly. I think that that's your gift. And we've just. Because they're all, the new husband's always like hot and Latino and like way better than the old husband. <laughs> Latino. Like, yeah, for sure. Like treats her right. Like, you know, I was with this guy that's Cuban, sexy the other lover, day. <laughs> passionate. Your ex husband is like, you know, had his hands out his pants the whole time and just <laughs> drinking beer on the couch. I see it. Anyways, what were you saying? I was with this guy that's Cuban the other day, and he was talking about how, um, I go, okay, so you're Latino. I, I go, that's what they call it, right? Because, but really, my question was like, some countries that some people might think are Latino are not considered Latino, like um, mm-hmm. Brazil, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? So I just wanted to make sure. It was sort of like the T-Rex thing where I'm like, 
Am yeah. I getting the, no, what am I make sure. Cuban, still Latino, right? And he, yeah. he thought I was asking, do we still say Latino or do we say Latinx or Latinx. whatever? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, we don't really like that Latinx. He's like, I don't know a lot of yeah, I hear that. people that are into I hear that. a lot of people who have said that. Well, yeah, so I was Latin like, I'm not doing that. it anymore then because that is stupid if they're not even into it. No, they're not really into it. So it's just like, like white people, people, people like, let's call like, this. And we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's go back to Latino, Latino. Because well, <laughs> like, he's like, The whole root of their language is gendered. Like, like we can't just be like calling a... Uh, you know, La Mesa, La Mesex. <laughs> like, I get why... The language is gendered. I can see why people would... Because they're, they're trying to acknowledge non-binary yes, I totally people. get it. Totally, totally get it. But it's more complicated than just, let's just change a letter and it's all solved. Right. So, yeah, let's change maybe some regulations and some things like that, the important stuff. But. Anyway, the point is, Sarah is psychic about medieval times. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm getting at here (laughs) that's what we're getting at um okay so we talked about some grave studs oh wait can i talk about hair i forgot to talk about yes always it's one of my favorite topics function of beauty is where it's at people where it's at people i am so glad that i had the purple shampoo I ordered a while back and I like, you know, I use it kind of sparingly. So I still had it from like when my hair was blonde before. Yes. And I've recently thrown some highlights in there because your girl's going back to blonde. And I love it. I mean, it is the perfect toning shampoo. I love it too. And as we all know, I'm on a hair journey as the influencers yeah, say. You are. <laughs> and trying to get my hair healthy and back to good. And function of beauty is the key for me because I get to put in on the quiz what I need for my hair. And in yes. this case, it's strength and health. And it changes. It changes. They give you a recipe based on the request, and then that is designed just for you. It's customized. Mm-hmm. I do too. I call it function of strength and function of moisture. And so I do one that's a moisturizing one and one that's a strengthening, more protein-based one. And yeah. then I alternate between those. And then it says right on the bottle what I need, and it feels like, oh, my custom blend. Mm, so, like, it. if you're a curly girl like Sarah, or if you've yep. been through the ringer with bleach like me, yes. they have what you need. Formulation just for you. And you can choose color, fragrance, or none of that. Like, Correct. no dye, fragrance-free, whatever. Say goodbye to generic hair care for good today. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash brain candy to take your hair goals quiz, and you'll save 25% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash brain candy to let them know you heard about it from our show and to get 25% off your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash brain candy. Take your hair quiz and save 25% on your first order. And I read an article in The Atlantic about uh, the pandemic, and it said the year our hair fell out because a <gasps> lot of people have lost their hair. Susie, I felt the same. Like I even talked to my stylist about it when I went the other day. And I was like, okay, I think my hair may be breaking all off. I don't know. And also whenever I get really, when I'm like anxious about something or stressed out about something, I am an externalizer. So I, I look for what around me is I'm never like, oh, there must be something in my internal world that <laughs> in I my need soul. to fix. Yeah. <laughs> or like a, a relationship that I need to address or something that I'm doing. I'm like, the house must be burning down. <laughs> so like I project it onto – so I, I think my hair is falling out or my hair is breaking. And I think like I left a candle on and the house is going to burn down. Like 
when really it's maybe you should talk about your feelings with this person about X, Y, and Z. And like, that's why you're anxious. So I do that a lot. So I went to the hairdresser and I'm like freaking out. Like I told her, I'm like, I don't know if we should do the color because I use this treatment and like, maybe that made my hair break off. And she's she's like, like, honestly, yeah. She was like, this is in your head. And I said, also, you should know that when I'm stressed and get anxious, I may or may not take it out on me, on my hair and like being anxious. And she said what everybody says to me. Even if you did lose about 20% of your hair, you You're, still have yeah, a shit have ton a of hair. You're fine. Hair. You have some hair to lose. I'm like, oh, why does everybody say that? And Which is good, but that doesn't help me when I'm feeling like my hair's falling out. And she was like, you're fine. So luckily, we're all good. It's but it is day. true, though, that like because of the stress of the pandemic, a lot of people yes. started – because you do manifest it physically if you have a problem yes. internally a lot of the time. You're not wrong. I know. So, anyway, I'm just – And I noticed a difference in the the – strength of it like I wasn't getting the protein and like the you know and like I just didn't because I just want to eat cookies and key lime pie (laughs) I know right we're all dealing with a lot so much but at least there's resources there are I, (laughs) I I do it is hard to find a therapist I've heard that from so many people lately. yes so I want to just say like public service announcement if you try a therapist and you are like, mm, I'm not getting what I need from this person, try another therapist. Yeah, one named Sarah. People please. are just people. Like therapists are just people, and yeah, some you got to find a good with, fit, and some you're gonna not. And if you don't vibe with them, it doesn't mean therapy isn't for you. It just means you don't have the right one. It is. It is tough out there to find. I had trouble finding. Adam them. was on a wait list for a year. He just got. Oh um, my god! I hear this and it makes me so sad. I'm happy for him, but yeah, that speaks to your point. But Sarah, yeah. can, why don't you guys email Sarah? You guys should have well, her be your therapist. You, I would like that, but I am fully booked. Oh, never mind. I am. I am over. I am at full capacity. Capacity, maybe someday. Yeah, I. You know, it might. I'll. I will definitely put the announcement up as soon as I. Okay. And then I think in the future, the I'm only going to be taking children and couples. Okay. So if you are a child, somebody who has a teen or a kid who is into telehealth and who lives in the state of California, then or you're in a couple relationship and you are interested in therapy, then I can definitely okay, there you help go. you out. And if you're a regular person in the state of California, I can still help you out because I have great referrals. Great. I have re- I know really, really good therapists. Okay. So I have got referrals that I can send people. It just I feel so bad. I'm hearing this from I friends. I'm hearing this from people who are like, hey, do you like do you know anybody? Because I keep trying I mean, my brother felt the same way, and my mom was like, "Can't you just see it?" I'm like, "No, mom, I cannot Your see brother. my brother." <laughs> that would be funny. that will not that would be a definite definite conflict of interest. <laughs> so, or like like yes, that, I mean, sure you do a good job, but yeah, that's not what you. Yeah, want. I would be. I mean, it's I would. He gets it for free because it's just called older sister advice. <laughs> right. So, like, I don't want to have to charge him and then write a fucking note about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's a yeah. jungle out there, man. It is a jungle out there. Um, but I do have uh, – we still have time. Yes, thank goodness. I want I have so much more to talk to you about. Okay. Um, this is a fun little – I know how you guys like um, 
like fun, <clears throat> not, um, not fun for the people who have them, but interesting neurological disorders. Yes. You know, we talked about the pun one. Yes. And then, so I, I love a good neurological disorder. This one is probably one of the most peculiar ones I've heard of, but it's, it's super legit. So, and the, and it's interesting because it like comes in and out of fashion, like, like popularity, people studying this. There is a form of hallucinations called my, uh, micropic or diminutive hallucinations, but more commonly Lilliputin hallucinations based on the island from Gulliver's Travels okay. called, I think it was called Lil. Lilliputin or Lillian or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was like the island in Gulliver's Travels with little people. This form of visual hallucination makes you hallucinate teeny tiny little people. No. And not just a few of them, a shit ton of them. Like Gulliver's Travels style. There's little people everywhere. What the fuck? Mm Mm-hmm. They're hallucinations of tiny humans, animals, or fantasy figures perceived during wakefulness in the absence of corresponding stimuli from the outside world. They're classified as visual hallucinations perceived simultaneously in multiple sensory modalities, compound hallucinations. So they really feel like they exist. And this was first introduced in 1909 by this French psychiatrist named Raoul Leroy, and he had the condition himself. So he was a psychiatrist who was, and I love when psychiatrists experience the condition themselves because they talk about it in that language. So he wrote about what he saw and he saw what he called tiny folk, not six inches high and swarms of them. That is terrifying. That would be awful. They were often reported operating in great numbers, apparently inhabiting the patient's external world marching under real doors, climbing on real chairs and tables while generally respecting the laws of gravity in three-dimensional space. So that's another thing that often, which I didn't know, often sometimes hallucinations that people have won't, won't fall, like won't also, uh, uh, what do they say? Uh, uh, cooperate with, or like, like they won't respect the laws of gravity. Or like the laws of our physical world. They'll be like physics. They'll be like floating around. So it's, but these are like little creatures, little people. They're like jumping off your desk and jumping off your chair and climbing up this thing. There are, the the person who was researching this, I I read the, so I guess there was like a a recent study that somebody did that was a, um, oh God, what do you call them when they're, there are studies of other studies. Um... My research methods teacher would be meta meta analysis. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, I'll help you get there. Okay. That <laughs> he was looking through um, uh, uh, past studies and mentions of this, and found two hundred. I think it was like two hundred nineteen cases of this in different literature and writings since the early nineteen hundreds. And or like not early nineteen hundreds, early well nineteen oh nine. I guess that is nineteen hundreds. Yes. No. So eighteenth oh, yeah. century, twentieth century. century. I it's... always do mix that up. <laughs> where they the nineteen hundreds to the twentieth century. That's some bullshit. Make that the nineteen like like 
2000s, 21st century? No, no, no. I mean, I get it, but come on. Yeah, it's a I lot to ask. It. It is, so wait, but isn't that fucking weird? Yes, and I would imagine very scary and like unsettling. Um, yes, and it is some sort of like wires being crossed. Mm-hmm. What are they? It, it is induced, but or it is linked. There's a a link to alcoholism. No. Yes, and w- so because the so what they said is because of the ways that these hallucina- hallucinations interact with the real world and with the physical world, like, and they're very real in like, and people have an awareness of them. There, it's not like schizophrenia or where people, ha- but they're kind of people also caught know up that in that fake. world. Yeah, oh. they these people know that they're fake, but it exists. They're saying that the damage or whatever is happening in the brain where this is taking place or causing this is in a very evolved part of our brain. It's happening in a part of the brain that is a very high functioning part of the brain for this to be able to happen, that there's something about how realistic this is where they can kind of narrow it down to this certain region of the brain that's really like highly it's like our last area to evolve and they saw there were there were some i don't know some common threads between people who had experienced problems with vision and mm-hmm. who had also experienced things like there was a man who had mustard gas exposure during World War One, and he saw these figures. Hmm. So it's something about the, like, maybe this, like, very, like, like, highly evolved part of our brain that just kind of gets thrown off by either, like, toxic, basically, like, toxin exposure, like, alcohol is a poison mustard gas is a poison so it's like toxic exposure did you say that there's any um (laughs) one person saw miniature hippopotamuses that'd be worse that would be worse they saw miniature what did it say they saw miniature where did that go uh cats tigers and hippopotamuses Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. My God! Did you oh, say that the my the visions, the hallucinations are typically aggressive, or they're they come in peace, or uh, it varies? Do we know? It like, varies. Oh, maybe it depends on your state of mind. See, cause yeah, I, I, see I think so. Like one patient recognized a tiny horse-drawn carriage with an equally tiny mother. <laughs> That's so stupid. So it was like like. 
little tiny baby version of him. I thought, I see what you're saying, though, about toxin exposure. But before you said that, I thought my theory has always been that people that have addiction, especially alcohol for some reason, are like real smart. I know that sounds stupid, but I always felt like sometimes... When you know like a lot, that. Yeah, yeah. it can be yeah. very painful. Right. And um, so I Little thought that, syndrome. that was the connection. But I see what you're saying. If the mustard gas yeah. can trigger it. It's like a poison. What is the treatment plan for these poor folks? None. Absolutely just, none. you got to make peace with yep. it. Yep. And is none. it 100% none. of the time or just happens sometimes when they're just living there? Like, do they see the people all the oh. time? I think, let me see. Um, wow. 97% were described as performing numerous activities such as jumping, dancing, maneuvering, climbing, marching along in files or squads or performing acrobatics. Squads. <laughs> That's great. Ah, it's like that a little is circus. So funny. Um, yeah, I don't think they, they, I think they're always there. Oh, wait. Oh, no, no, that's presence or the presence or absence of movement was mentioned in 85% of cases. Only 3% of cases were described as motionless. So some people saw them as motionless, which would be even that would be stranger. Worse. Yeah. Because they would think that, am I moving? Uh, like, <laughs> are we still mo- Like, this is like everybody did the mannequin challenge without me. Do the people that have this. She's not on TikTok. She doesn't know what that is. No. Do the people exactly. that have it feel upset about it? Some of them did. Yeah. yeah. Because it wasn't there, and then it was there. Because it's brought on by something. It, they so they're, that's why they're aware. They have the awareness of it. Wasn't something that like they find comfort in because it's like the voices that are talking to them, like schizophrenic, something like that. By the way, that and thing this that was you interesting. Said, Wait, go ahead. The thing that you said that I didn't acknowledge, and was the thing that you said about TikTok or whatever that I didn't acknowledge. I, I just ignored it. Did. I yeah. hate when I listen back and that I hear that happening. <laughs> I hate it where I don't like process what you say because there's a lot of gems I miss. <laughs> <laughs> I just am like, you're not on TikTok, so you can't get that. It's reference. like my brain's and like just disregards it. Right, it's as so it should. Weird. Like, no, I do the same thing where I'm like, what the, what the, Sarah, <laughs> she just said something so funny and like it goes over my head too. We have a lot going um, on, that's all. This, this was interesting that 59 percent of the cases that this researcher looked at the presence or absence of color was mentioned so 78 percent of the creatures were described as colorful whereas whatever the remaining 22 percent were described as either colorless or black or white or drab or gray how strange there's like 22 percent that are have like black and white little characters well i guess that makes sense because you said that it's connected to some sort of visual wiring so, like, maybe yeah. depending on which wire. Right. And if your eyes, like. It's bonkers. It's a weird one Yeah, to have? I hate it. The human Like, little brain. tiny people. Which which then makes you think, did the person who wrote Gulliver's Travels have this condition? Right. Or know somebody who did. Like, this is a real thing. There are yeah. over 200 plus cases reported, documented. Like, this is not. wonder how This many is there are right way now, more though. prevalent then the pun disorder. Oh, really? That's uh, yeah. That was there were only five people or something in that study that they had found. I think they're faking it. 
The pun disorder? Mm-hmm. The punners. Yeah, probably. They're yeah. just bad people with bad jokes. Yeah, and then they're like, what? It's a disorder. But- <laughs> what? I can't help it. <laughs> but, yeah, these people just have to deal with it. That would be difficult. I, I wonder if it's, like, all the same characters all the time, you know? Oh, good question. If you're like, oh, fucking that guy. You get- yeah, this guy. This little guy. Right. And they don't even help. They're not even, like, the the... What is the cobbler? The one you go to go to sleep and they like make some fucking shoes. Who does that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cobbler. Who? The what? Shoemaker. What? What? The shoemaker. Cobbler. Is, is there a name for that? Cobbler. No, but like there was a a fairy tale or something where, what's what is the name of that story I'm thinking of? Where they go to bed at night. Is that and the old like man little... that lived in the shoe? No, that's no, a lady. That's a lady with too many children. She didn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, I had a really cute little stuffed animal when I was a little stuffed toy that was a, a shoe and it had all these little kids. That's and you, adorable. It, had a it was the cutest fucking thing. It had a lady who was the mom and then you could, it, it was a stuffed shoe. I should like, I don't know, somehow sew this and make it. It was so cute and you could fit all the little kids in there and they would just like pop out of it. It was so cute. It was like nursery rhyme. The little old lady lived in show. Yeah, we don't know about the cobbler. Who cares? We yeah, what is that? Ca- what is that called? The the. Don't the, make me say the, cobbler again. I know there was like a, a, a story like a Christmas one. It, I want to say it's Christmas, but it's not about like the cobbler fairy tale. What the hell is that called? The elves and the shoemaker. Wow, I'm not familiar. Yeah. What? You're not familiar about the elves and the shoemaker? Also called the cobbler and the fairies to some. Cobbler and the fairies? What the hell do they do? Okay, there's like a cobbler and he has a whole bunch of shoes to finish and he goes to bed at night and he wakes up in the morning and all the shoes are finished. And he's like, WTF, who did all this? Uh, That rings a bell. And turns out little elves and little, little... Probably these little hallucinations did it. Hey, we got to wrap it up because there's a bird oh. that's hurt outside. <laughs> oh, there's a bird that's hurt? We're way over. Uh, 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 don't bury bodies in your backyard. And um, uh, don't drink too much alcohol or you see little people. And the end. Okay, we got to go. See you. Bye.